Hey, welcome to Closed Comments. I'm Sam. And I'm Nick. And this is the Jobs episode, Jobs episode number two. You don't really need to have listened to the first one. This is not in continuity. So we each brought comments on five different types of jobs, and we'll see if we can guess what job it is that they're talking about. Do you have any careers, any jobs you'd be particularly interested in that you haven't done yet? That I haven't done yet? Um, Mine's a little more, I would say, intrinsic. Uh, Maybe I want to be an explorer. I also want to be a uh, lighthouse keeper, but that job doesn't really exist anymore. I want to be, you know, employed in a bygone era. I think like all the jobs that I was made for have come and gone with technology. So now I'm forced to use my monkey brain to decipher website analytics and what have you. Yeah, I think work has gotten smoothed out in some ways. A lot of jobs sound the same when you describe them in broad strokes, because it's really an email job where you're sitting at the computer and you're doing different things on the computer, but you're doing it all in front of a screen. Uh, What sites did you lean on for this one? I'm still Uh, on Reddit and Quora. Mostly. Yes, I am on Reddit. I am on YouTube. I found a pretty good random website where there was comments. Pleasantly surprised about the what was being commented. So that'll be a fun one. I'm not going to say what it is. Is the website name? Would that tell me what it is? Yeah, I mean, it'll the website. No, no. Oh, no, not what the job is. But it, okay. it, the name of the website is like a website that is like just two words smashed together to be like the top search of Google. <laughs> But anyway, uh, should I go first? Yeah, sure. So my first comments are from a Reddit thread. Are you familiar with r slash IAMA? Ask me anything. Yeah, I'm familiar yes. most mostly through doing research for this podcast. If of course. Call. So the comments that I'll be reading are from the person who's answering, who's getting asked anything. See if you can figure out what their career is based on their responses. First comment is from your friend Osvendo says, what's the salary of a blank in your town? And the person responds with, I make 3600 a year. I have another full-time job, which essentially pays my bills. Being the blank of Whitney Point doesn't usually require 40-hour work weeks. It fluctuates, but I think I do a fairly good job balancing my two jobs and personal life. One thing that's for certain, however, is that public service is one of the, my greatest passions, and I consider it a true privilege to work for our residents and be a resource for everyone. I love it. Is this a 1950? 50s newsboy. Incorrect. There's one of these per town. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. uh, I would say size of town would matter. So there's not one of these for New York. Is it just towns or? No, there's one of these. Oh, you mean like the state of New York? Uh, No, just New York City. New York City definitely has one. A someone who gives tickets. Mm, Yes, I had that job. Did you ever? (laughs) A parking attendant. (laughs) Yeah. What was that like? That was my job in college. I went around to all the lots. And if somebody didn't have a sticker on their car, I would write them a ticket. And I'll be honest, they're like, you got to be stern. Like if someone walks up to you, you better still give them that ticket. Are you you sure you're going to okay with that? Like that confrontation? I was like, yeah, sure. And then like two people I knew came up to me as I was writing the ticket and they were like, oh, you can finish it if you want. It's like, no, I don't give a crap. Go, go away. (laughs) I think that's probably the right attitude. For yeah, college I mean, ticketing. Exactly. Yeah. You didn't have like a quota to hit, but they would be like, oh, if you haven't had like any, that's kind of off. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Okay. So you didn't get paid kind of by commission. You didn't get. No, you didn't. No. I just got like an hourly and I did it for like two hours on a Friday, like every semester. And it was college. So it was low hourly, right? Didn't they yeah, pay for us sure. like 10 bucks an hour? Yeah. Okay. One of these per town. Do you think this job will exist in like the future? Like, is this a job that will still exist in 10 years? Maybe not in name, 
but in duty, I would say yes. Oh, well, you say 10 years? For sure, it'll still be 10 years. What about 20? Oh, yeah, I guess I don't know when I'm expecting the world to end, but if it's still in 20 Presuming years, the world's still going. Presuming the world's still going, it will still be here, I, I, I assume. That's a good question to ask. I wonder what jobs might be here in 20 years. One or two of mine will for sure be eliminated in the next decade Ooh, or so. Maybe for a bonus uh, point. I maybe not for sure. But I, I don't know. I don't know the future, actually. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Like a town crier? Uh, incorrect. That seems like a job that no longer exists, right? I've never seen one in my town, so. <laughs> do you have any other answers? Yeah, on this I do. Thread? So another comment, Corey Doran says, Hello, of the jobs you had prior to your election, which one do you think prepared you the most for the responsibilities of being a blank? And they say, probably being in management for almost a decade now, it helped me develop my understanding of leadership, people's motivations, what they care about, etc., in addition to my time on the village board and service alongside my predecessors, obviously taught me everything I know about the actual village operation. An alderman? Incorrect. A dog catcher? Incorrect. That's not actually an elected position. That's just something people say, right? Oh, that people say it's an elected position? Well, isn't there that saying, like when you're talking about a politician or something, they always say, like, whoever it is couldn't be elected town dog catcher. <laughs> isn't that a, oh, that's something slander, people say? Oh, it's slander, yeah. But I don't think dog catcher is actually elected. Dog okay, catcher is but... like a bounty hunter in a way. Yeah, except I don't think you get paid per dog, do you? Mm, unclear. I didn't look into this job. Um, fireman? Incorrect. It sounds like some kind of like municipal management administrative job. I would say the bulk of it is probably that. Is it mostly at a desk? Does it involve uh, town meeting? Yes. Like a court reporter? Or a no. just a reporter who has to sit in on whatever meetings towns have that I've never attended? No. Yeah, I think you should focus on the word election. Mayor? Correct. This is uh, the top uh, AMA of this subreddit. Um, and his name is Ryan Reynolds. No relation. Just the same name. Uh, he's the 29-year-old mayor of a small upstate New York village. And that village is Whitney Point. And he's, uh, I guess, known on Reddit because he's had a few... AMAs, and he's known on Reddit for being a young mayor. He's 29 at the time of this one, which was six years ago. But also, um, he's a bit of a gamer. So, like, a lot of the questions are like, oh, what's your favorite SimCity uh, project and, like, stuff? And then, and then they ask about, like, mayor-related things. So he, I guess, is very popular when it comes to that. But, yeah, mayor, correct. Did you see what kind of games he plays? SimCity, I guess. No, that was just somebody had asked that. I didn't, like, include that in one of the comments because, like, I was just... Oh, because I know instantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if well... If he's a gamer, he must be a mayor. Yeah, uh, yeah. so he is a hardcore gamer, gym enthusiast, and huge Game of Thrones fan. I guess is what he writes. Here Some of those sound tuned to appeal to people to seem like a cool mayor. Yeah. Our college town had a young mayor. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah, I had no idea who the mayor was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, OK. So my first one is from Cora. And this is Gwen writing. I worked at mine as a costume gate agent for several years before switching to working for one of the vendors. The pay is better and I get more hours. Even though our historical accuracy is pretty low, I shudder to think how many of the male cast go around in modern kilts of the type invented in the 19th century. I've built my own costume over the years and striven for the greatest HA possible. Other than my boots, it's all linen and wool. Yes, wool. We open August 2nd this year. Yes, I said wool. 
but it's great fun because you meet the nicest people, possibly get to interact with some of the cast members as they pass down the streets and really have the kind of good time there that you can't have anywhere else. It's reasonably interesting to see how the storyline changes from season to season. Last season, we were still on young, handsome King Henry and Catherine of Argonne. Now we've jumped ahead to the beginning of Elizabeth's reign. We had a year in which Queen Elizabeth met and played chess with renowned Irish pirate Grainne Mali, often anglicized as Grace O'Malley, which is apparently a thing that really happened. So that was fun. Costume designer. Costumes are very involved in this. Oh, okay. 19th century, or actually 19th century is, she says, is too recent. That that's not historically accurate. Is I don't this, this is a present. Been... Oh, it's definitely present day, yeah. But it's hearkening back to the past. Is it like a revolutionary reenactor? No. That's very close, though. They are reenacting. Re-enacting. I don't know if you've ever been to one of these, but a Ren Fair? Yes, correct. This is a Ren Fair. Have you ever is, been to one? Is there like a job? What is my job? Am I guessing the job of the Ren Fair? No, you're right. It's a it's someone who works at Ren Fair. It's like a costumed gate agent, she says. Oh, I have been to a Ren Fair. I was not dressed up. I wish I kind of did, but I took a lot of photos of like weird people. <laughs> I like that like at Ren Fairs, there's the people that dress up in like Renaissance attire. They seem, you know, obviously in place, but then like the people that are dressed up as like just like modern day things like Master Chief or like Assassin's Creed. I find funny. Yeah, I did go to one Renaissance fair and there's a whole range of historical accuracy. Like there's some people who take it really seriously and have period specific costumes down to the like, like the fabric is made the way they would have made it back then. And then there's just some dude dressed as Jack Sparrow. Did you have a mead at the Ren Fair that you went to? No, I think I had like a, I didn't get like a mutton leg or something. I think I had like just a like a sausage, but it was modern day sausage. I went with my roommate at the time, uh, Theo, if you're listening. Yeah, we got mead and it tasted a lot like watered down sweetened beer. And we also did knife throwing, which is incredibly difficult to actually sink the knife into the target. I think we only got it in like one or two times. Did you expect to be like a pro at it? No, but I expected it to be a little more fun than it was. Not the Ren Faire overall, but the knife throwing. Knife throwing is a lot of like just clattering knives against stumps. The thing is you only get a certain amount of knives. Like you pay them and you get five knives. And then once you run out, you have to pay them again for more knives. Yeah. There are also people approaching you for quests a lot of the time. Oh, really? That was cool. That never happened to me. Did you guys dress up? Nope. I would have liked to be part of a quest, but I was not. Is there a particular time period you'd like to, because this person says that they do different eras and kind of progress chronologically. Is there like an era you'd be more interested in going to a Ren Faire of? Yeah, like Or like a place? (laughs) Is that that an era? Future, yeah, like the future. Jules Verne era? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do probably like like the 1700s, almost like fur trapper time, maybe. But that's 1800s, right? I don't know. Probably, yeah. 17, 1800s would be about when they're trapping beavers. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to dress up as Tom Hardy from The Revenant and speak like him. Yeah, I don't know what era I'd like to do in a Ren Faire. Maybe I'd like to go in some other place like China during the Mongols or something like that. Oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, one-to-one. My next comment is also from Reddit. This is from user Mastgo Boom, and they say, 
I saw one and they were just plain dumb, but the one you might see will be great. I'd give it a tay, see what you think. But potentially a therapist would be more useful if you've been fat for a long time. What's a tay? Uh, I think they meant give it a try. Oh, but... I thought it was some specific thing I was missing. Give it a tay. So this is some alternative to therapy. You like probably a... pair this with therapy. Hypnotist? Incorrect. Does this do the same thing as therapy? No. An astrologer. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, astrology. Astro- astrology. Is it astro- astrologist, not an astrologer? But I, I don't know. <laughs> I just said astrologist. Maybe well, guess what? You're wrong anyway. Astrologer. This isn't like a like a tarot card reader kind of thing. This is is this something you need a certification to practice? Uh, you Yeah, certification, school, practice, internships. Okay, because I was going to start guessing exorcist or something. No, bring it back towards reality. Exorcist, <laughs> not reality? <laughs> um, well, I think you're thinking I went like a lot of like crazy professions here, but I, I had some few normal ones strung about. You're offending some people here. All Sorry to all the exorcists that listen to this podcast. As far as I can tell from the scattered chart on the rss feed there aren't any listeners in vatican city you want me to give you another comment yeah sure so this is from pasta not found same thread going to a blank has been the best thing for me regarding weight loss but i think it's very dependent on the blank itself mine is kind of understanding patient celebrates my victories with me and addresses my concerns when i struggle when I tried losing weight by myself, it felt as if every day was consumed by it. I counted up the calories for every meal. I became obsessed. With my blank, we aren't focused on calories, but we're just making better habits. Focusing on feeling my hunger cue and stopping when I feel it. Eating more veggies with dinner and slightly less rice slash meat. Floosh, 3 kg gone in a few weeks without it feeling like I'm putting in much work. Personal trainer? No. That said so much like a personal trainer. Um, a live-in chef. Uh, incorrect. You're on the right path. That's closer than a personal trainer? Yes. Really? <laughs> I, I assume you know what one of these is. Oh, I probably do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does this person live with you? Do they live in the same house as you, or do they just stop by? They probably would be located in like, like a doctor's office, you know, like how a therapist might also be located in like a big health clinic in a way. A chiropractor? No. Be in a doctor's office and not a doctor, not a nurse, not a physical rehab person. No. A dietitian? Correct. <laughs> there you go. I know the word. I'm not super familiar. Do they like prescribe what you eat or do you just work with them? What do they do? I, I just know that they know like the science behind and what goes into like creating diets for like certain people, depending on like what their diets consist of. This is an r slash lose it. So I'm assuming it's for people who are overweight looking to lose weight. Said, how is your experience with dietitians worth it or nah? So this person says, I have a fatty liver and I've decided maybe I want to live <laughs> instead of die. So I want to go to a dietitian to help me because I feel like my eating habits are like the biggest problem for weight loss. So yeah, I think they just help them lay it out in layman's terms. Like this is what you should be eating and shouldn't be eating. Here's like a meal plan, you know, based on like what I know about your like high blood pressure or if you are want to do something specific with like your weight, you know. So I, I guess I'm not familiar so much, but I, I was like, let me check out the dietitian profession and see if I can find any comments. And this was an AMA. This wasn't just a specific Reddit for dietitians. No, I, I went to, I just typed in dietitian into Reddit and there's a lot on like, yeah, that subreddit, lose it. Cool. So my next one is from Cora again, and this is Zoe. 
or Zoe, and she's answering a question about how she got the job, I think. And she says, I needed a job. The only one I was qualified for that was hiring at the time was Deputy Blank. I don't think it would have occurred to me to pursue this line of work if I had not seen the advertisement when I was looking. The ad said, must be familiar with death. Previous police officers or nurses encouraged to apply. This way, they only need to train for half of the job, either the medical side or the investigative side. I'm lucky to have gotten the job. I like the work. I have a stomach of steel, but I'm able to be compassionate. It is interesting and fulfilling work. I feel I am contributing to society. I worked part-time for two different agencies until I got my national certification, AMBDI. Then I was able to get a full-time job. Almost all investigators start out this way. All investigators. Hmm. Must be familiar with death. Think of death and jobs. What death jobs do you know? Uh, mortician. Close. This is this job is mistaken for mortician. Often, uh, I feel. Grim Reaper. Farther away. This is not a supernatural job. <laughs> mistaken for a mortician and if you know what ambdi stands for which i'm sure there's no no reason you would cadaver curator i wish this job was called cadaver curator you're describing everything they do (laughs) oh okay (laughs) you're just not saying the word specifically that it is they deal with mummies no cadavers you're right the first time oh okay um grave digger no undertaker no is an undertaker different than a grave digger i'm not sure (laughs) one's a wrestler and the other's a monster truck the only wrestler (laughs) i know really apart from john cena and the rock is yeah the undertaker you have to be certified right this person got a certification actually one of the things that was bizarre to me that i didn't know is that this is actually an elected job you don't technically need any certification but really i would assume you'd want to be certified to do this stuff it's a legal job oh i got it i got here it is i got it coming right at me it's it's called a forensic examiner you're so close oh really like i said since this is an elected position so you don't necessarily need to have credentials what do you mean elected they get elected yeah so you might contract like a forensic examiner if you don't know how to do it yourself um old-timey executioner no although this job isn't not really an old-timey job this started headsman (laughs) no one of those um like the medieval doctors that had like like the beak masks those are cool plague doctors plague doctors yeah no not a plague doctor I'm just saying way cooler jobs now. I don't really know what this could be. God, am I going to have to lose? Yeah, I wish um, I had had a, I'd wish I'd found a primary source of like a plague doctor <laughs> talking about lancing buboes in the Black Death or something. Who else is related to death? I almost want to give it to you for a forensic examiner. It's no, so if, I'm, if I don't say the, the correct terminology, I don't think that. I feel like that's just giving it to me. I know there's no stakes, but the stakes for me are high. I play this game. Like Brian Urlacher. I do it full force. Is that a wrestler? No, it's a footballer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> European football or American football? Yeah, uh, linebacker for the for the Chicago Bears. Oh, big, big huh. bald white guy. Like I only know people who are kind of currently playing the game. Even though my family's from Chicago, I don't know oh, really <laughs> bear players. Other than that guy named Dick Buttkiss. Yeah, the fuck else deals with this? A funeral store owner. No, <laughs> it has an investigative aspect, like a forensic examiner. 
Okay. Like if someone was murdered, their body might pass through this person's hands. Toxicologist. No. Like this person would coordinate with like the police or something in an investigation, I believe. God, I guess I just don't. Maybe I just don't know the name of it. I thought forensic examiner was good. Yeah, maybe you don't know the name. I thought it was a fairly... I might. I, I mean, I well might. known enough, or at least I thought you might have seen it in like CSI or some movie. Or yeah, something. that's well. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the first 48 from like death to table. What part is this job? Does it see the body? Wait, what are you asking? <laughs> when? So what? from from death to examiner's table to then the ground. Where does this job enter that life cycle? Death cycle, I guess. I don't know if I did enough research to answer that with full confidence, but I believe right after someone dies, this person would see the body and then the funeral arrangements would happen after that. So this might be the first way station a body would have between death and getting ready for the ground. And it's not a doctor of some kind? No. Although a doctor could do this, a nurse, like they said in the listing, nurses, policemen are, I presume doctors would be encouraged to apply medical examiner forensic it's one word and some states have these as an elected position and i believe other states just use a forensic examiner or a forensic scientist so it kind of varies i believe Ugh, i might have to say i don't get it no more you don't want to throw out yeah I, I give up I, you've I, guessed I, a lot of things <laughs> to be fair yeah this is a coroner oh I know, you know what corner is. I right? know what a corner is. I okay. just, that that word was never going to come to so. That's fine. I, I definitely didn't deserve it. What is a coroner's job description? It's kind of like that person said. It's just doing a lot of the similar things a forensic scientist would do. So like examining like the body and stuff like that. And like I said, since it's a elected position and you don't technically need any experience, sometimes they would use a pathologist to do the actual like autopsies. But I think if they knew how to do it, they'd do the autopsy. Oh, okay. And that acronym AMDBI stands for the American Board of Medical Legal Death Investigator. Death Investigator. That's the job I didn't throw out there. So there was I'm some glad. cool word you came up with. I forget what it was. Cadaver curator? Yeah, I think that's cadaver curator. Good. But I just like the phrase, must be familiar with death on the yeah. job application. <laughs> Would you ever apply I'm... to a job that had that in the description? Well, you know, like how some jobs always have at the end, like duties assigned as necessary. If they didn't say that duties were assigned as necessary as one being okay with death, I'd be pretty upset. So I'm glad that they put that in there. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not one to like be like queasy or anything. So I don't I think I can maybe handle it. But I don't know if I'd want to be around it all the time, especially a big part of the job being that. Yeah, that's the thing. I think maybe you can be all right, like for 10 minutes, but then you're spending five days a week there, whatever their schedule is, it might like just the chemicals and then the underlying smell of like death all around yeah. you, I think would eventually get to you at some point. I, have I don't know if I could do it. I think I'd have to actually try hands-on to do it to know if I could or not. I feel like I've definitely looked into becoming like a crime scene photographer because I feel like that's like kind of interesting. Like one that works with the police though, like not a night crawler. No, not a night crawler. <laughs> Dang, I should look up jobs for night crawlers. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking, <laughs> why didn't I look up a night crawler? <laughs> Anyway, so it's two to one now. Sam has a chance to get three to one. So really blow me out of the water here. So I found this website called careeraddict.com. You know, like sometimes I'll just like type in a job on Google and see what comes up. And luckily enough, there's comments at the bottom of these. And oh, baby, are they good? So here's my first comments. 
on this, I guess it's a news article. This is from Josephine Riley. Blank position would be great for me as I am a chronic insomniac. Perhaps it's the pillow or mattress and sleeping pills don't work. So trialing new sleeping pills in me would be great as I'm hard to knock out, LOL. Is this a, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Is this (laughs) someone who they test experimental drugs on? Uh, no. A professional junkie? No. But they said they were given sleeping pills. Try. Perhaps, yeah. What job would you be given sleeping pills for? <laughs> Is this job legal? <laughs> Apparently. This okay. website's... This Wait, it's a borderline. It sounds border- <laughs> <laughs> This website seems to think that it is a career because they list pros and cons. And I'm going to list those out after we you get it or you don't. Because this is a pretty funny uh, thing I found on the internet, I'll say. I was really excited when I found it. Did you consider any illegal jobs for this? No, yeah. I just wanted to, jobs that like were at least being like commented on. I'll just say this right now. Maybe you'll have it. Maybe you don't. You know, uh, comments for snake milkers. And I couldn't find anything good, but I found a really good article, but there's no comments on it about this man who I guess is like, uh, what were they called? Like copperbacks. He was like a copperback, the copperback king or something. And he just like had these extremely poisonous snakes and he would milk their venom. And he looked like an old timey hermit. Like he just was like the perfect person, but nobody. And there was the ability to comment. It was like on like Yahoo or something. And nobody said anything about the guy or snake milking profession. But I don't even know what snake mammoths would look like. Oh, well, they milk their like their uh, their their fangs. Oh, right. So they wouldn't have that. I mean, they're reptiles. Yeah, they wouldn't have memories. <laughs> <laughs> would you like another comment? There's a lot of them. Yeah, sure. From Virginia Mabatha. I think I am the perfect candidate for the job. I like spending a lot of time indoors. I don't have many friends. So being isolated won't be a problem for me. Is this the thing that NASA paid people to do to lie on a bed for a year to see how muscles atrophy? <laughs> what? I remember listening to something about how NASA paid someone or a couple someones to lie on a bed immobile for like either a year or a number of months so they could study how muscles atrophy. And they could, you know, they could play video games and watch movies and I guess read or whatever Wouldn't they, they get wanted. Bed sores? I think that maybe they got shifted around or something. Like the same way if you're in the hospital and they move yeah. you around, but they can't move or exercise, which might be something you might think for a second would be okay but after the first day or even the first hour i imagine it would be absolute hell for someone as like outdoorsy and as mobile as you are sam well i'd say for like anyone (laughs) (laughs) i'd like i would think anyone would enjoy getting out of bed in a a year once a year i like to get out of bed there's like always like a question pose i feel like i've seen it on reddit a few times where someone's like you get like 500 million dollars but you have to be isolated in a room for one year and people are like yeah i'd do it but I think I would lose my mind. And I was like, yeah, I think I would also go crazy, which then is it the money worth it? But maybe, I don't know. I'd be okay being isolated in the somewhere that isn't a room. Like you like, wouldn't be able to have anything. You would just be like in like one of those like straight oh, okay. jacket rooms. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. I, yeah. I was thinking like living like the Unabomber or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jobs um, as the Unabomber. I'm just drawing a blank. Um, is this <laughs> someone who helps develop emergency food buckets for the apocalypse? 
<laughs> no. Okay. Why don't you give me some more comments if you have any? Whoa. Well, I'm gonna read you. Some oh, there aren't any more. No, okay. I mean there was there they were very all similar. So like I think this article ended with like, do you think that you could be a blank? And so all the comments are like, I think I could be that. Please hire me. And like they were everybody was saying like why they would be good, but it was like weird because I think people didn't realize that this wasn't like a job board. But anyway. Oh yeah, the I person thought, who wrote the article would be like, reach out to me with your info. I'd like to get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I've I'm read perfect. all the comments. Uh, Wait, may you just read the other comment before that one one more time? Because I've kind of forgot exactly what she said. Yeah. So the first comment will really, this is where you should be. Don't listen to the one about being isolated. Listen to this. Josephine Riley says, blank position would be great for me as I am a chronic insomniac. Perhaps it's the pillow or the mattress and sleeping pills don't work. So trialing new sleeping pills in me would be great as I'm hard to knock out, LOL. Like an anesthesiologist? That's pretty good, but it's incorrect. Someone who works with an anesthesiologist to get the perfect anesthetic. No, dumber than that. Like some kind of fetish where the other person has to be limp and they give them sleeping pills. Like, <laughs> Is that a job? Uh, it's what Colin Farrell's wife, Nicole Kidman, does <laughs> yeah. in Killing of a Sacred Deer. It's like a, the way they have sex, she like goes limp. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think it's an actual job. Wait, so this is connected to anesthesiology or not? No, it's not. Insomniac, sleeping pills, mattress. Like a mattress tester? No, incorrect. Does this person test something or is this a job you do something for? Um, it's not yes, something so you, you just have done to you. There's multiple layers, but like, yes, you can. things can be given to you. Things can be asked of you to maybe monitor if I say the word, it's going to give it away. Right, so right. But you're, but I'm like tap dancing around it. I feel like you should, you should be pretty close to it. Well, I felt the same way with coroner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of another cool name that someone could be called because, like, this is just it's pretty like baseline what this would be called. It doesn't have a cool name like coroner. Doctor Sleep. <laughs> Did you ever read that? <laughs> no, but I watched the movie. Yeah, I like the movie. Fuck, what is this job? I'll give you a, a con of this job. Spending a long time indoors and possibly feeling out of touch with the outside world is what they consider a con. Maybe some of the people might think that's a pro. Someone who watches the CCTV feed in a mall. Working <laughs> lot. No. Is it medical? No. No. <laughs> Fuck. Another con includes needing to make lifestyle changes. For example, to participate in some studies, you won't be allowed caffeine, alcohol, or vitamins, and will be asked to drink or eat certain foods. So this isn't like just a human drug test, like <laughs> gerbil? <laughs> no. They're not in a lab, right? They're no. An office? Or no, they're not in an travel. office. They, no, you do this at home. Mattresses, pillows, sleeping pills, trials. Like a sleep tester, a Oh, you know, that's pretty close. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a different word for it though. I feel like you're not gonna get it, but sleep tester is basically what it is. Okay, what's another way to say sleep tester? A dream sailor. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's career. Would you like a job as Freddy Krueger? In our city, you have to be elected. The tagline for the article is, says, want to make money while getting in your ZZZs? Here's how to make your sweetest dreams come true. Does it have a cool name? No, it has a okay. dumb name. <laughs> but when I looked up crazy jobs, this was the number one crazy job, apparently. Which I don't think it's that crazy. I think snake milker is crazy. Okay, I give up. <laughs> what is it? 
This article on careeratic.com says how to become a professional sleeper. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do you think you deserve that point? Sleep tester is pretty No, it's okay. All right. Well, that keeps it a two to one. This was a crazy, crazy article. I thought because I was like, all right, professional sleeper is like a what? And then everybody's saying, yeah, yeah, I could do this because I love to sleep or getting paid to sleep. That's like my dream or other things like that. But some other cons are effects to your typical sleeping patterns and the benefits of sleeping early. Some pros getting paid to sleep, learning more about your sleeping patterns. Uh, And also, what is this? They say having no regular source of income and other benefits. But I guess they also put how much you would make. And it says, depending on the like pills or medication you're giving, you can make up to like $5,000 a month sleeping. Well, I like it when a job says in its description that it doesn't provide pay or other benefits. <laughs> Yeah. So tied up, and this is David answering a question on Cora. He says, I am an ordained blank, but usually I forget it. Doesn't often come up in polite conversation. What's it like? Nothing like the movie. I edited some out. And then he ends by saying, I did hundreds of blanks, like any priest or deacon, but they were all quote unquote minor, notably the prayers to shoo Satan away, part of every baptism. Most people are interested in the major blanks performed only by a specialty appointed priest or bishop. There's even training offered in Rome. It's $370 for a week-long course. Even when I was in active ministry, I'd never have been appointed as an actual official blank. They usually picked older holy priests whose identities were secret. Exorcist. Correct. This is an exorcist. Yeah, I like the part where he says that they used only older, holier priests whose identities were kept secret. So there's a special subset of operator priests for major exorcisms, apparently. (laughs) Kind of like the Navy SEALs of priests. Exactly, yeah. Like the Delta Force. And also, $370, you can do the week-long course in in Rome. That's awesome. (laughs) Should we go? Sure. And also, I was looking on some Reddit threads and stuff, and there was another exorcist talking about how, or maybe it's just a priest, but he knew about exorcisms. And he said that the guys do a psychological evaluation before exercising anyone. But as they pointed out, though, in like the comments, I have trouble seeing like a psychologist examine someone and being like, yep, I, I can't explain this person's behavior. I guess send in the exorcist. <laughs> Yeah, like at what point do we have to dial up the 1-800-XXX secret number? Okay, it's tied up. It's two to two. I got back in it. Um, so, So my next comment is from Reddit. First comment from Zinsky says, In mass, they closed a lake after two blanks were stabbed after people were told to leave. No one wanted to take the job, so they closed the beach. And then Allopathological said, You'd be shocked how common it is. I was a blank in high school and college. We were regularly threatened by beachgoers for upholding the publicly stated beach rules. I myself had a patron hide sharpened sticks in my sand pile, which I would jump into to break my fall when leaving my chair in a hurry because I told their kid he couldn't fish in the swimming area. It was something out of a Rambo movie. We had to get the cops involved, but couldn't prove anything. Yeah, the thing about the stick sounds pretty, pretty evil, malicious. But this sounds like a lifeguard of some sort. Correct. This is a somebody commenting on r slash not the onion because it was a a news article about how Philadelphia is so desperate for lifeguards that it's recruiting people who can't swim. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so I guess I like public pools around Philadelphia. Some places must be 
worse for lifeguards than others, right? And yeah. I don't know what Philadelphia is like. Yeah, they put a lot of trust in because I feel like at least at like my public beach growing up, there was a mix of like high schoolers, college students, and then there would be like the occasional like veteran, like, you know, like the person that looks like they're in their 40s. They got completely like white hair, but they're in immaculate shape and they have like a, a permanent tan. So I feel like the people that last that long must really, really enjoy just soaking up the rays and sitting in that big chair. Because I feel like they watch. I was going to say, yeah, because like my my beach was like pretty flat and it would go out a long ways. So like there wasn't really a need. I mean, there was there was a need for lifeguards because it would be a pretty packed beach. But but you wouldn't get like sharks or something if you're on Cape Cod or here in Maine. There's sharks in Maine. So but yeah. Yeah, I think someone got attacked by a great white just maybe a summer ago or something. Oh, yeah. That was the first one in like 50 years or something. It was like up around Bar Harbor. You were never a lifeguard, right? No, I wasn't. I think I'm a pretty strong swimmer, but I never wanted to be a lifeguard. But I'm also I didn't want to just like bake in the sun because my family is pretty prone to skin cancer. That's a good reason not to. Yeah. I didn't know, though, that the chairs you had to jump out of, there's not a ladder down. There is a ladder, but I guess like maybe if it's like a, oh, jump down to like save a kid quickly. Like I know that the ones growing up on my beach were like two layered. So like the top layer was like the chair. And then like halfway down, you would maybe jump onto that and it was like a wooden structure and then you jump a little bit more. So now you're not doing like a 10 foot tall jump because then, you know, the ground's hard. Can you imagine the investigation afterwards? Like someone's drowning, the lifeguard jumps out, <laughs> like hits the pointy sticks oh, and then can't like can't save that person. And they're just writhing on the ground with like in the tiger trap that's been laid for them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that's like, they're trying to like help you. Anybody there's the, there that's like preventative and getting mad at them. That's like, I've never understood that. Like they're doing their job. So this next one is on Reddit. Copers says, hi, I'm an invertebrate blank. I work as a collections manager at a large natural history museum. My job is to maintain the collection, facilitate research, set up for visiting researchers back pre-COVID, take photos of specimens, and receive loans. Plus, I do field work and outreach. Day-to-day, my job is a lot of managing grant-funded projects, focusing on digitizing our collection, and supervising the undergrads who work in our lab. I get to travel for conferences and field work, which is a really great part of the job. There are a lot of cool parts of my job, but the best part is getting to take students out in the field and experience their first time actually finding a blank and outreach events where I get to tell kids that they can actually touch a blank and it blows their minds. Hopefully, I'll get to do both those things again someday. Archaeologist. No, close. I really thought that was just Indiana Jones. This isn't Indiana Jones, but this career has appeared in another Steven Spielberg movie. Now you're going to make me think about those. Well, Steven Spielberg's not like Stanley Kubrick, right? You've seen his movies. I have, yeah. Is it a museum curator? No, although museum curating is a big part of it, it sounds like. Do they deal with dinosaurs? Yes. Okay, so maybe it's... Emphatic, yes. (laughs) Emphatic, yes. Most Uh... people would think of them as mainly dinosaurs. They do like a lot of other stuff, but... Paleontologist? Correct, yes. Did you have a dinosaur phase at all as a kid? No, I... I Actually, I might have. I think so. I think I had a lot of, like, Lego Jurassic Park thing, but I think I was, like, more, like, sports. Did you have a dinosaur phase? I was into dinosaurs when I was, what, in preschool or something? And I've actually gotten more into... I've kind of returned to dinosaurs in some ways because I've read a lot of nonfiction books about dinosaur history of fossil hunting and stuff like that. Like there's that Michael Crichton book about 
you know, the 1800s bone wars or whatever it was with the like the cowboy paleontologist in this kind of competition to, I guess, dig up the most fossils. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite kind of Lovecraftian horror writers is Caitlin Kiernan, who's also a paleontologist. So it kind of mixes paleontology with like cosmic horror. So yeah, I really enjoy that like combination. So I've gotten into dinosaurs again after being into it as a kid and kind of like abandoning it. So yeah, that's why I was looking at paleontology stuff. Oh, neat. Do you think paleontologists are still, that's still like a viable career? It sounds like it. I mean, it seems like the most dinosaurs are unearthed not by paleontologists, but by like Chinese construction crews when they're building new buildings or like digging like a foundation for an underground parking lot or something. And they unearth some incredibly rare, important like dinosaur find. Okay, Sam, for my last one, we're going to YouTube posted by the Columbus Dispatch. And I'm not going to give away the title, but this is just they're just like a news source and they have a YouTube page. So this is people commenting on this profession. This is from Carl underscore Anderson. I've always considered blank the hardest job in the world. Sincerely, I cannot imagine something worse. Years and years doing something so physically wearing, the cold, the darkness, your lungs affected by dust, your ears damaged by explosion, joints killing you. Whenever I want to complain about my job, I remember there are these blanks in the world going way worse. It doesn't stop me complaining, ha ha ha, but at least that's the thought that gives me perspective. Trench warfare. <laughs> 19, what is it? 1917 warfare. All quiet on the Western Front. Exactly, yeah. This is about going over the top. <laughs> um, is this a coal miner? Correct. The title of this YouTube video is is Digging for Hope Inside an Ohio Coal Mine. Back to Ohio, baby. And it says Matt Beaver and other miners describe their difficult working conditions and how they hope President Donald Trump can save their struggling industry. Was this in 2016 or something? This is is five years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Last one, you had the chimney sweeps. This is kind of like being a chimney sweep on like a geological scale. Yeah, I'm big into the black lung <laughs> careers. Wait, is there a uh, professional smoker? Can you be a, yeah. a professional like tester smoker for the... I think you get, you had it right. Would you say professional junkie? That's probably that. <laughs> I wonder what the qualifications for professional junkie would be. Prominent yeah. veins. But yeah, I, I think when I was like looking for this, I was thinking about someone had said like Chernobyl and I was thinking about the scene. In, have you seen Chernobyl? I saw the first episode. Oh, uh, well, there's like one episode where they have like the coal miners and they're all like naked because it's so hot. So it's just a ton of like guys covered in soot, but like dicks out. Pretty HBO. Okay, Sam. So you, I now have a chance to tie it up. You've got a pretty good chance of getting this one, but I've, okay. been wrong, I've been wrong before. But You have. This is from a thread on Reddit and I can't say what it is because it's basically what the name of the profession is. Anyway, Airy... Dare says, I love Night Shift. It's like watching a sitcom, funny and weird. The downside is integrating into normal life on your days off. If I could go to bed at 3 a.m. and wake up at noon the rest of my days, I'd be golden. But I'm up 7 a.m. Take kids to school slash soccer practice slash appointments, etc. I just feel jet lag during the day. But when the night rolls around, I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed. Kind of sucks. 
this person works the graveyard shift. Yes, this is in keeping with our theme of jobs that take place at 3 a.m. Like yes. Bail bonds, bounty hunter, hotel concierge, flight attendant some of the time. <laughs> right? And that investment banker you had whose boss made him go back to the office overnight <laughs> to finish this stupid sales pitch. Yeah. Some of the best comments I think we're finding about jobs and careers are the ones that are the most degrading. So yeah, uh, there's kind of niches in work life that you don't maybe think of as much. Well, I feel like you've guessed this a few times. So now I have to guess it. Is this a toll booth operator? No, it's not. Although... It I imagine that would also be that's have a like 3M weird... job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this description honestly could fit a toll booth operator. That's just not what it is. I, I mean, the other comments will make it more clear exactly. Is this a parking lot attendant? No, not parking lot. This is a job you need a four-year degree for. Really? Yes, I believe four years. Um, so someone else on Reddit says, I feel like every other post is complaints about nights and how miserable their work-life balance is. I absolutely love nights. A 15-second interaction with management this morning before I left reminded me yet again one of my top perks of night shift. Anyone else relate? And someone else says, I love being at work at night. However, my mental state and sleep habits are seriously starting to degrade. I can't stick to a night shift schedule on my days off, but I would never go to days on my current unit. And then someone says, yeah, if I ever go days, it will have to be a different unit. Ours has too much turnover, admissions, D slash CS, transfers out, etc. The workload and constant frustration and also the day RN are no fun. And the last person who commented, their flair is a slice of pepperoni pizza. Oh, oh! Now I want pizza. Is this a nine one one dispatcher? No, close though. This is in the medical field. Uh, ambulance driver. No, although maybe works in the destination of the ambulance driver. <laughs> Nurse. Correct. This is a thread of night nurses. And I just said pizza because I remember you mentioned to me that nursing students apparently eat a lot of pizza. They do. Yeah. I haven't checked on that stat since I brought it up. If this person had it on their Reddit, then confirmed. Um, well, yeah. another tie. Basically, all the comments were talking about how they prefer being in the hospital at night because it's not as hectic. But yeah, it fucks up your sleep schedule yeah. um, when you're on your days off. And I picked that just because I recently saw the movie uh, The Good Nurse about the serial killer nurse who injected people's IV bags with insulin and killed like dozens or hundreds of people that way. Ugh. Anyway, on that note, yeah, my toes are cold. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's all we got for jobs. We'll probably circle back to this at some point. Yeah, but, I like uh, reading about what people did. Maybe we didn't touch on your job and you want to tell us about it. You can email us at closedcommentspodcast at gmail.com uh, and tell us about your nighttime job that can go in line with the 3 a.m. jobs we've been talking about. Or if you find interesting slash bizarre slash anything any comments of note you can email us links to those to that email yes we'll see you next time yep <laughs> goodbye All right. bye-bye yeah i'm just gonna dress up as tom hardy from the revenant and speak like him uh, say some of the things he said <laughs> who knows what he said where were we uh uh death. trying to figure out who Corpses. this is death. god the wind is just rocking the car right now <laughs> <laughs> Cadaver Curator? Yeah, I think that's Cadaver a Curator. Good, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not?
That's really good. Dream sailors and cadaver curators. We're just creating jobs on this podcast. I yeah, I'll have it. to flip a coin to figure out which one to call the episode. We're really just <laughs> testing episode names. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be uh, wouldn't that be Freddy Krueger? <laughs> like a witch finder general or something isn't like an exorcist, right? Yeah. That would be a cool job, witch finder general. And the phrase, I get to tell kids that they can actually touch a blank and it blows their minds, sounds borderline weird, but w once you fill in the blank, it's pretty, it's less weird sounding. I like Eyes Wide Chat a lot. I wish I could do the chanting that they're like, or however it goes, that they have at their Illuminati sex party. That's going in the bloopers.